Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. This one is called The Plants. Take eight. Welcome to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. We all know the funniest things happen when we stop taking ourselves too seriously and step out boldly, like Mr. Magoo blindly stepping onto the next swinging girder and falling into an outrageous jackpot. Your hosts, Daryl and Ed, are about to administer a refreshing dose of laughter and love that will inspire you to step out boldly and experience the funniest things. Now, here are your hosts, Daryl and Ed. Welcome to The Funniest Thing, Yes, where each week we share stories about how stepping out boldly always leads to better than expected outcomes. Yes, it does. I'm Daryl. And I'm Ed. And we're broadcasting live from middle school studios in beautiful downtown Culver City, the heart of Screenland. Yes. You know what, Ed? What? Good God, what's next? That's right. Today's show is called Good God, What's Next? with Harry Morgan Moses. The only thing you are a victim of is your own imagination. Through the authority of loving thought, you have the power to transform any situation for the better. Nothing can seriously upset you or make you upset if God is truly your refuge. On this episode, Daryl and Ann remind listeners that they can always look forward to what's next by imagining God's good. And during the second segment... Reverend Harry Morgan Moses loosens us up to receive the good, the good stuff, with today's daily word, which is inner peace. Yeah, so we're going to jump right in with our uh, three breaths. Yes, 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 because like we said, it's our imagination that we become victims of when we start to let it rule our lives with fearful thoughts. Yes, who is that great sage, I believe, in the 70s who said, who reminded everyone it's just my imagination. Once again, baby, run it away with me. That's exactly right. And too often, or I should say oftentimes, I've been in the habit of imagining something negative for so long that I think of it as reality and don't realize how much my imagination is playing into the experiences I'm having. And um, I'm really practicing it now, now that school is back up and running. I teach in special education in Culver City here. And um, every, there's a lot of fear because of um, people's, you know, we're doing remote education and, you know, the, this and that and the other thing. Well, and I mean, it, it was the, it's, not, it's not new to be surrounded by that frantic nature, that frantic energy, but it seems a little bit more clear nowadays. Yeah, but you got to let the listeners know that the reality that you've experienced, the God's honest reality of it is doing it via Zoom is not as difficult as everyone's imagination. Well, I think that's what this whole show is going to help me remember and help our guests remember as well. Because the we we got um, the... All right, let's try to adjust this here. We, we got the... 
title for the show because of the a lot of people when they say good god what's next they take it in a negative way right it's like yes. oh good god what's next but then we were i was thinking about it and i said that actually could be a very affirmative statement yeah that's what i was thinking. good god what's next and that's why we chose it for the title of the show to, yes. to flip that whole idea on its head and realize that god is good and if we have that and know that and ask from the place of good god what is next for me then we become open to the solutions. And like you said, all of a sudden I realized there's a lot of positive coming from this Zoom experience for me as a teacher and for our students and for, for everyone. everyone. Yes. So the important thing is to imagine the best, to focus on the solutions, to stay aligned with an understanding that life is always moving in a positive direction and to monitor my own thoughts and the role that they're playing in my experiences. Yes. So anyway. Let's take a deep breath to clear our mind. You ready? Yeah. You understand that? <laughs> okay, take a deep breath. I imagine the best, and God does the rest. Ah. I imagine the best, and God does the rest. Ah. I imagine the best. And God does the rest. Ah. Ah, the angels. Ah, the angels. Do you want me to dive in with this quick one from Lowell Fillmore? I think this is the quick one. This one is really quick. And this is from another Fillmore set. Charles and Cora Fillmore. That's right. This book is called Teach Us to Pray. It was written in 1950. We just got our mitts on it from the Unity of the West Side Library. And it says, It is impossible to found a lasting stronghold within on anything less than the understanding that God is the God of joy. Yes. It is through our realization of this truth that we drink heartily of the wine of life. Often, even during serene, yes, sober moments, the inner man, the inner woman is a thrill with some newborn joyful anticipation, which is why Daryl and Ed always re- recommend a morning routine yes. of inspired reading, some meditation, and affirmative thinking. Even if your affirmative thinking is making your to-do list in an affirmative way and looking forward to the things that you're going to be doing during the day, because it's through that direct connection, yes. when my mind makes the direct connection with this divine mind, with who I really am, that that joy actually bubbles up naturally. It's not something that I have to manufacture. Like Daryl's been speaking about recently, we've talked about our the function of our will sometimes is to realign our thinking with the positive flow of good. Right. Daryl and I are, just don't have it in us to keep fighting and struggling and trying to... If it was just to convince ourselves through positive thinking that everything was all right, that would be one thing. But this is a whole other thing. This is actually connecting our own mind with the positive flow of the entire universe. And that is a whole nother way. Yeah, that is where we're able to turn it over like our breath said. Yes. Imagine the best and let God do the, and God does the rest because things happen in ways that we could have never manipulated them into happening. And they're ways that always remind me that I'm loved and supported and taken care of and that I have nothing to fear. Yes, when something scary pops in my head, it doesn't mean it's time now to use my will to come up with fear-based problem solving. Right. If I do this, then that'll happen. Then maybe this, or who can I call? The will, my self-will, I've come to the conclusion, does not have that much power. And when I try to start 
solving problems with willpower, right? It creates more frustration and generates more fear. And my imagination really starts going in a direction that I never wanted it to go in. Right. So, you know, and I'm not the only one who's come to this conclusion. If you read any, all these spiritual books, I mean, it pretty much comes down to the reminder that the only thing that our willpower or the, the, the most successful use of willpower is like you said, to just use them like those little rocket boosters on the Apollo rocket when it's in space, just to give off a little power to get it back in alignment with the gravitational pull of the Earth to pull it all the way, because those rockets don't have enough power on their own to shoot it all the way to Earth, and nor do they need to. They just need to gently get it back in alignment. Yeah, because there's they get into that orbit. Yes. And then they naturally are carried along. Yes. And then you know, and another aspect of this is what Eric Butterworth says, and we've mentioned it many times, which is to, to treat the concern. Yes. Treat the concern within our mind first, rather than first running out to That's treat right. the condition. That's right. Because what I'm noticing lately is if I when I treat the concern first, which means the part of my mind that's very in a fearful state, then the situation, once that dissolves, I realize, whoa, like Daryl was pointing out, this Zoom thing has a lot of valuable, a lot of very positive things for me as a teacher. Um, my schedule is 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 better. The, the, my ability to focus one-on-one -on -one with these students, and they're, my students are in their natural uh, like habitat where they live. They're more right. comfortable. So... Um, there's there's just I mean it, it actually has been very very positive but on the other side if I don't treat the concern it's like what I'm failing to realize is I'm making up this fear I'm like making up a monster that I'm then running away from yes that's all it ever is the one I, that I'm the one projecting that monster in the first place uh, you, yes. you actually had that Emmett the Fox Emmett Fox story about the projector yes uh, maybe I we'll get to it, it. I still but, have what it. were you gonna say well now you reminded me of something good I'm gonna read this from Fillmore but I you also in spite of our imagination, yes. there's also things that can happen that set off a stream of thought that's not always to my best interest. You know, when people talk about tolerance, and the way I used to think of tolerating something, I meant packing the musket. I'm not going to say anything mean. I'm going right, to tolerate this. Right, it's right. not going my way, but I'm going to be an angel by tolerating it. Well, that's not really tolerating it in a healthy fashion, is it? And we're learning that the tolerating comes when I can accept the situation by reminding myself that nothing, absolutely nothing happens in God's world by mistake. All things come together for good. Yeah. But I got to keep pulling my, because well, my mind wants to keep cursing. That makes me wonder if tolerance is even a, something that you want is positive because it's like our inner indicators are telling us something is off. Yes. Something is so so getting good at tolerating and feeling of good. things being off. No, that that's living with the problem, which is my negative right. my negative thoughts that only hurt me, which are envy, resentment, frustration, suspicion. You know, all the litany of any feeling that makes me my body start to yeah, and those are all coming constrict. from an illusion and a misunderstanding yes. and not seeing the divine beauty and whatever we think we're tolerating. It means we're seeing we're not seeing it through that divine lens of good at that yeah, moment. Yeah. So now I think of tolerating is just not. It's it's basically just restraining from doing something 
that will from getting in my own way. I'm restraining myself from getting in my own way. And what happened this over the course of last week to this week right. is I heard from an editor, very excited. She was in a jam. She needed articles. She, she sought me out from something she read, what, six months ago. Right. And said, oh, my God, can you help me out in a pinch? La da 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 da. I was right. thrilled. I was like, "Oh man, this is great!" Of course, and it's some—it's a publication that I'm real—I have an affinity for that I right. really respect and enjoy. Right, right. So uh, I followed through. I was able to throw her something that I've been working on. It was all divine order. I'm thinking this must be God's will because I already had the article ready. I fired it off, and she says, "I'll call you on Friday." I fired it off on Thursday. Right. No response to me sending the article. No call on Friday. Right. So my mind want to go, well, that's strange. Once my mind starts going, that's strange. Then it starts going, I wonder what happened. Maybe she didn't get the email. See, now it starts creating all these negative imaginings. Then it starts imagining what's wrong with her, what's, what's wrong, wrong with me, what's she, wrong with this what, and that and the other thing. Yeah, game. how disrespectful. She doesn't appreciate my time and professionalism, all this other stuff. But I had to keep like throwing those out of my mind out of my mental yard i had to keep throwing them out right and then on tuesday i get an email from the los angeles public library where i i teach i'm one of their uh, facilitators for classes which is an honor to be a part of because it's a select group right Right. and and they pay you yes and they pay me and so i started thinking oh my god this article that i wrote for there I'm going to turn it into a course description because I, I would really love to teach it because it's yes. something we do. What it is, it's it's about the joinal. And we all know, if you're a fan of the show, that they're on that after our morning routine. We have, I call it a joinal because I'm from New Jersey and that's what journal sounds like. But it really is using your journal in a way that makes you feel good about being you. So uh, this whole thing is now transformed into a positive and because I've been able to not buy in to keep, like when the when one door of happiness closes, this is right. Helen Keller, she says another door immediately opens. But most of the time we're too busy pointing and complaining about the closed door right. that we don't see the open one. And I'm telling you, that's my MO. So by reading this stuff and doing these morning routines and really wanting to live in the grace of God's world, wonderful world of miracles. Yes. And I also remember an Emmett Fox quote, and this helps me all the time when I want to be upset and indignant. Yes. And he says this, you can have your indignation or your demonstration. Yes. You can't have both. So I go, I don't want my indignation. I want a demonstration. Right. And this dovetails perfect into this book. It's Health, Wealth, and Happiness by Lowell Fillmore, The Prayer Way to Health, Wealth, and Happiness. Yeah. And this was written in 1964. And if you're interested, all our books are listed. We have a reading list on our website, DarylNed.com, with links to where to find them on Amazon. We don't get any kickbacks from any of these books. That's right. We're no experts, but we love sharing the things we discover with you. And listen to what he says. It's so positive. Remember that your words are like seed. When you speak a word, you plant it, and God gives the increase. And we could also say think words, because when I think words— they still give me that emotional vibration. Yes, so, yes. so like in my experience with this article, remember right. that your words are like seed. When you speak a word, you plant it and God gives the increase. When you speak words of doubt, fear, and anger, you are planting seeds that will bear after their kind, the fruits of doubt, fear, and anger. 
When you affirm the truth about God's goodness and love, when you bless the Christ and others, you are planting seed that will bear a wondrous harvest of goodness and love after their kind. Yes. Would you reap happiness, prosperity, and good health? Then plant words of happiness, prosperity, and good health and start and stop talking about your troubles. Yes. By planting seeds of truth, you will be able to nullify and render powerless the negative words that, if indulged in, will produce a harvest of frustration. And here's something wonderful to hear. God's words are more powerful than negative words. By speaking God's words, you can avoid frustration. Yes, yeah. And it's it's such an inside job. We talk about yes. it all the time. I was thinking about this with my job at work, with my job, excuse me. And um, I just, the, the, what would I say? Like the discipline, as we've been talking about, like this discipline, like being a disciple of the voice within us that is always leading us. Towards in, the love Towards man. in the direction of our good. Yes. We, I have to be a true disciple of that inside feeling. So because there's, we, I go to meetings and sometimes these things turn into like a forum where it would be an opportunity for to, for me to claim myself as like a victim because there's other people who are feeling victimized and they're voicing it. And, you know, and it's tempting because it's like, yeah, let me get in on this. This is going to give me some <laughs> sense of like, on. yeah, this is like we're, I'm going to get empowered by doing this. But. I feel so hungover afterwards when the whole song and dance is gone and the meet. I'm I'm left there with those words that I put out there, yes. right? So I've been really looking at this as like that I'm not a victim, that I'm not handcuffed to this job, that God is is I'm that God is directing my steps because when I first started in this career, it was a mix. It was a mix of two things. It was I love working with kids and I really want to do this, but it was also this is my safety net because. It'll be a, you know, like a safe job that I can always have. So lately I've been having to untangle this whole thing in, a, in my new, under, my, my refreshed understanding that if I, if I trust in what God is leading me to do, that, that voice of inspiration, it will always lead me into a way that is healthy for me, that I don't have to burn out or die or, you know, like on the hill of, yes. of stress and if I'm really working in harmony with God, even in my job working with moderate to severely disabled students and managing uh, staff and in a public school and all this stuff, if I just keep turning that over to the same God that put the inspiration in me to do this job, one, my experience while I'm here is actually healthy because as I do this, I don't feel burned out at the end of the day. And yesterday we had a meeting and I was watching everyone and there's like 50, 60 people there on the Zoom and because I've been practicing this, all of a sudden I realized, wait, all of those people have the same stress I have. And they need the same medicine, which is the spiritual principles right. and these practices that I have. Instead of me thinking like, what's wrong with me that I have to keep meditating or keep affirmatively? I was able to say, no, I'm so blessed. They need what, what this, obviously within them, there's a need for these same things. And then, but it didn't, it wasn't judgmental. It was no. like, wow, we're all in this together. And I'm so, I would maybe so thankful that I have these practices. What well, you, you remind say? me, because remember, we started looking at these things as no matter what the situation is, no matter what the meeting is, I'm going to a metaphysical meeting, whether they know it or not. Yeah, everything and, is a metaphysical meeting if we if we choose to bring that to, into it. What, and what talking, do you have there? This is a great solution for anyone who's in a stressful job like your job, maybe thinking, oh, it's overwhelming. Yeah, you know? where there's this potential to yes. 
not only is it the job, but just the way people in that environment or, have gotten in the habit of thinking and or, looking at things. Or even if you're going, like, I had to take my car into the tire repair shop. Right. I've lately been looking at, because, you know, they say, life is a school. Remember, I used to hear that as kids. I go, oh, God, what a horrible nightmare. I want them out of school. Right. But now... I actually get a thrill of looking at life as a school because when I was in high school, I actually looked forward to the new year. Who are my new, like the new students? Right. What students am I going to have in shop class? What students am I going to have in gym? Right. So now I've been looking at, ooh, I'm getting to go drop my car off for a tire. I wonder what the new, stu- what new students I'm going to meet. Yeah, right. And it keeps this new lo- opportunities. Yeah, and it keeps this level. And it, it goes alive. with the good God. What's next? Yes. Good God, what's next for me? I can't wait to see what you have in store. And it keeps this love in me alive. Yes. And I've been meeting like these super loving, charming, wonderful people wherever oh, I yeah. go. Oh, yeah. But rather than tell that story, I want to read this. I just had it up. And where'd it go? I want to read this simple um, solution here, tool, that we, we read earlier this week. It's from one of our morning books. I think it's Touchstones, which is... Uh, you know, spiritual readings for men. Right. But listen, it's, it's brilliant because you could use, you could apply this to anything, folks. A woman, she was overwhelmed at her job. Right. So it was a woman who works in a psychiatric hospital was asked by an older gentleman, do you know what your job is here? She replied, to fix people? He replied, no, they get to decide that. Your job is to make one person smile each day. After that day, The woman said she started helping people. And the affirmation is, I will bring cheer and smiles to others. Today, the smiles of others are more important than my ego. And man, but by living with that attitude, you end up, like, it's miraculous how easy your job gets and the the circumstances that seemed they were, like, overwhelming transform with just... Yeah, I'm just there to be an ambassador of God's love. That's all my job is. I got to remember that. Yeah, and you know, it's I've got I've had to let. Uh, please bring the timer back. When I, I what I've had to do is learn to let go of all these false beliefs that I'm like controlling and manipulating life and letting go of those habits. Yes, because uh, it's an illusion anyway. I'm not controlling and manipulating all those things. Uh, I'm only just making myself uptight and getting tense, right? As I turn over, and so I'm having to re, you know, repave my, my mind in a new way, in, in, in to let go of all those things that I thought were working, and just say, "Good God, what's what, good God? What's next for me? What do you yes. have in mind?" Like you said, as I walk into this situation, and um, I like this reading from Mary Cupferly. This is another. We talked about this free unity pamphlet. Um, I forget the name of it right now. It's called Truth Be Told. You can get it free from Unity. You can go to yes. what Unity Unity and there's a yeah. for these pamphlets. I mean, uh, what's a button? For these resources yes. here, yeah. Truth be told from the legendary writers of Unity. Mary Cupferly says, Trust the spirit within to show you how to handle your business, to give you guidance in making decisions, to fill you with a feeling of well-being. You, dear friends, stand upon the brink of your good at this moment. It is there, right where you are now. Begin to accept and receive it. First mentally and within your heart by fully trusting the spirit within. Declare often to deepen this acceptance. I trust the spirit within. You will be following the direction of the one who knew the way to receive the very best of the kingdom of good. You will be launching into the deep with greater awareness of the good that lies ready and waiting for your acceptance in faith. Trust the spirit within. I got I got the time to just share that story yeah, about, let's hear it. about let's hear the it. tire. Yeah. So uh, I had my car Honda for an oil change and they said... 
there's a nail in your front tire. We don't do patches here. And I said, don't worry. I got the place right by my house. There's a tire shop. It's been here for a hundred years since 1920, fixing tires on the wagons for wow. the old movies made here in Culver City at MGM. Well, anyway, I uh, pull in yesterday morning. They take it in, and I said, "There's a nail on the front right tire." He said, "Well, it's going to be about 30 minutes." I said, "I can leave it." I walk home, and they call me less than an hour later. They say, "Your car is ready," and I said, "How much do I owe you?" He said, nothing. And I said, really? He goes, yeah, it didn't penetrate. We checked it out. We took it off. We put it in water. We did all that. And I said, I love you guys. And he was like, wow, thank you. But I was so in love with these guys anyway. Right. So I go, I got to take, I got to make this up to you. So his name was Larry and it's Davis Tires, if you're ever in Culver City. Yes. And I go down there and I had it 10 bucks. I said, Larry, did I talk to you on the phone? He goes, yep. I go here. This is for you, the guys, whatever. Just thank you so much. And this is the funny thing. Ed and I hear people that get high over, you know, yeah, I got a new, I'm getting a new car. But me and Eddie get high over these silly little like yes. everyday opportunities where we feel love and we get to express it because it would have only cost $25 to have my tire fixed. I basically gave him 50% of the job, but I couldn't believe these guys did all that work. Well, yeah, and for you know free, the diagnostic exactly. And you know what it is, too? It's the beauty of when you do your morning routine, when you practice yes. these things, it's not just like the good little thing happening. It, it's like an indicator yes. of the greater yes. good. And that's what gives us such a, a warm, loving feeling. You know, the other morning when I woke up and then we'll go to break, I was like, I realized I don't have to think about these things that are worrying my mind. In fact, me thinking about them is just creating more worry. I was yes. like, what else could I think of? So I made like a short list of four things like drinking coffee with Daryl. Um, Going surfing. One and the second one on the actual list was eating watermelon, which is perfectly sweet. For some reason, that came in my brain. Right? I wrote those things down. Just anything to put my mind in that harmonious flow that all is well. Yes. Later that day, a couple few hours later, I go to my nephew's birthday party, and the first thing they say when we walk in is, "Look, we got watermelon for you." And I hadn't had watermelon. I don't even know in, in maybe a year. And it wasn't, like you said, it wasn't yes. just a watermelon. It, yes. it was an indicator of a loving universe. Yes. And an indicator that I'm a vital part of that and that there is a good God that always has the next thing in store for me. And when I cooperate with it, and I know I'm cooperating when I'm feeling good and inspired, it's amazing what can happen. There's no limit to what can happen. And I guarantee our guest coming up in the next segment, Reverend Harry Morgan Moses, will inspire us even more on that topic yes. as he loosens us up to receive the good stuff with today's daily word, which is inner peace. So thank you for listening to Funniest Thing on Unity Online Radio. We are spiritual beings having a human experience. Welcome to Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. You're listening to Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, the best-looking guys on the radio. If you have a question or comment about today's show, or if you'd like to join in the discussion, friend us on Facebook at Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed, or email us at funniestthing at unityonlineradio.org. 
Now, back to Funniest Thing. Thanks for staying with us after the break. You hung in there to find out, good God, what's next? That's right. We'll start, we'll kick off this segment with a reading from Know Thyself by Richard Lynch. And then we'll tell you something interesting about Richard Lynch. Each must realize that no life ruled by this dynamic faith of spiritual insight can fail to get results. Each must know that in yielding himself unreservedly to the spirit of good, he will be filled with its wholeness, which is perfection. We must expand our vision of world prosperity past all negative depression. We must cultivate the vision of faith that is made perfect in works. We can do this by believing in ourselves and in our ability to overcome negative depression with positive dynamic power. By seeking this power within instead of outside of ourselves, by using it to crowd out inertia and discouragement from our thought, and by keeping sustained consciousness of the presence and power of God and his ability and willingness to become flesh and dwell amongst us. Uh, and we found out that Richard Lynch, who is a very well-known unity teacher and author. Well, he's, yeah, but he started out broke. Yes. And Myrtle Fillmore... She had a knack for seeing the like, when he who, was a young man. That's who, right. Who has potential? So she let them, him stay on Unity Farm. Yes. He became a protege of Charles Fillmore. Right. And then Charles Fillmore said, "Okay, I want you to go to New York. You could start your own Unity there." Yeah, that's right. And he said, "I don't have any money." And he said, "Well, God will find a way. Yeah. Make a way." So he went to New York. He booked a hotel. He didn't even have money to pay for the hotel room. But the story goes that he spent all night meditating and praying on prosperity and the goodness of God and woke up that, in that morning and there someone had put an envelope of money underneath the door yes. of his hotel, which was the launching point, which, which led to him being able to not only pay for his hotel room, but book a space for the unity gatherings. And so on and so forth. And one of his famous students is, is uh, Daryl's, I would say, favorite writer and one of my favorite writers, which is Florence Scovel Shin, the author of The Game of Life and many three other books. But yes, it was amazing to learn that. Yeah, we just happened to pick up his book and then that led us to looking up his biography on truthunity.net. And uh, you never know what you're going to find out. It's an amazing piece of the metaphysical puzzle that we had never heard. Yeah, Florence Kovalshin taught at Unity. Yes. Yeah, was one of his, his prize students. And she obviously went on to write great books that we read from on the show. Oh. If, you, if you go to DarylNed.com, once again, there's a reading list. All of these books are there. And what's great is about Florence Kovalshin, like a lot of these people weren't just ministers. Like, because there's a lot of now success salesmen. That's all they do is they're success salesmen. Right, right. But we like all these authors when we find out no, they had real lives. They were living this in their profession, right. in their home life, and they loved it like Ed and I do so much that they share it of their own volition. Like, um, right. um, who she was actually Florence Scovel Shin was a, a proficient illustrator right. during a time where females had a difficult time making inroads in that profession, and she was doing illustrations for all the big magazines of the time. In New it's York amazing City. how you happen to be attracted to a fellow illustrator. I know, that's such a weird, I know. All right, let's go ahead. All right, we just want to thank everybody who listens. We love you all. We 
Love receiving your letters at Funniest Thing, P.O. Box 1312, Culver City, California, 90232. Also, it's real easy to contact us. Just go to DarylNed.com and hit the contact button and boom, you're in touch with us. And yes, we'll get back to you. Also, during this time, we love to thank the man who makes all these shows worth listening to. That's right. And that's the audio engineer. He's actually the main if it wasn't for him, there'd be no Unity Online Radio. Yes. And that's Jeff Comfort, because each week he takes us right into the comfort zone. Yeah. All right. Shout out to Message of Hope. They provide free spiritual material to those in need. Uh, you can call them at 866-421-3066 to support their ministry or to utilize their resources. A shout out to the prayer line. Also, 800-NOW-PRAY, 800-669-7729. We use the prayer line all the time. It's a great way to go get out of saying, good God, what's next, and get into, good God, what's next? I can't wait. Yes. They also have an app, the letter U, the word pray. Yes, you can type in your prayers or touch one button and call them directly. If you want to call them, you can even hit two, number two, and you can, if you call Silent Unity, you'll hear uh, a recorded prayer. With that, that alone can set you into Yes. It. Uh, a positive orbit, as Daryl mentioned earlier. Yeah, we're always just one thought away from feeling happy. Yeah, once that thought drops in and it's reminds amazing. us what's real, it helps us get back onto that frequency of God. It's amazing. And what speaking was of I that, so upset about? I know. <laughs> so uh, it's our Daily Word segment. If you want to read the Daily Word, if you have not subscribed already, you can go to DarylNed.com at the bottom of our page. You can read it there every day. It refreshes. Or you can click on that and it'll go to dailyword.com if you want to subscribe to it or you can read it there as well. Uh, it's a part of our morning routine, which we highly recommend every day, starting your day with positive words and ending it as well. Words that help remind us what's real. And um, someone the, uh, who is an author of It's So Easy When You Know How, and uh, was we found this kind fellow through a movie called What is New Thought? He was one of the, the, the teachers in, in the movie. We recommend that movie, What is New Thought? It's on Amazon Prime and also on YouTube as well. Yes. Only last night did I uh, do another Google search and find out that he's a celebrity as well with an acting career and producing. Producer. Yeah, we, we've been watching some of his talks lately. I think, what was the other one, what one called? The Ultimate Authority or something? We, we can ask Harry. <sighs> was that the Redondo? Whatever Beach it was. Center, yeah. We're not so interested in people's resume as we are in that spark of joy that, for one, is coming out of um, their their soul, their being, but and, and then it ignites it within us. And when we feel that, we call that the medicine. And uh, Reverend Dr. Harry Morgan Moses definitely is a living embodiment of that medicine. So thank you uh, for coming on Funniest Thing. My pleasure to be here, guys. I wanted to I wanted to just go back to the beginning of the show because yes. Daryl was wondering who was the famous sage who sang the song It's Just My Imagination. Yes. Yes. That, way, that famous sage was a group called The Temptations. Yes. Oh, perfect. The Temptations. How appropriate. Yes. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Oh man! So, it, it is appropriate because there's the temptation for your imagination to go the wrong way or to go the yes. right way. Exactly. Right. That's right. That's what I was gonna say. As we get into this, 
um, chatting with you and reading the Daily Word. I was just thinking, is, are there any other thoughts you've had since you've been tuned in since the beginning? Anything that's bubbling up that you want to yeah, share? Well, I, I, I love that. I love, I, mean, I love your breath. You know, I'll just use my imagination to think the best and God will take care of the rest. Yeah, and that's a really, really good thing. Of course, you need to link that to to the faith that, in fact, there is a connection between your thoughts and what's happening in in your world, right? Right. And, yeah. and in a, and in a, I, I, uh, uh, there's a great. I think it was uh, Emmett Fox is one of those guys who said, you know, if, if you, it could have been Thoreau too. He says, if you don't go within, you go without. Yeah, that's a great right. one. Right. Right. That is a great one. And then the classic on, on yes. your thing today of like, you know, oh, God, what's next is is like there's two ways of doing it's a new day. It's, oh, God, it's a new day. Or, oh, God, it's a new day. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Make your decision about that. <laughs> yeah. What, what was it in your life that helped you make that decision? Or, or is there more than one uh, example you want to share that – because I know when we when we hear you on when we've watched you on stage speaking, you're on fire with this stuff. So what is it that has, you know, kind of kicked you in this direction, nudged you down this path, so where you have such a strong faith in it? Yes, we love people who are unapologetically yes. convinced of this because it tells me Ed and myself this guy's living it. There's no way this guy right. can share this way, and I could feel this way without realizing no. This guy knows it works because he's been working. Right, right. Yeah. Uh, well, the, I think that, that if you're spiritually oriented, that there's a seed planted within you that probably revealed itself in your childhood somewhere along the way. Although you, right. you may not have had the wisdom to connect it up and to understand it. And then, you know, you, they say there's a two ways of growing, either by inspiration or desperation, and unfortunately, the great many of us grow by desperation. When when the situation gets tough, uh, you know, uh, we finally go. Well, everything else isn't working. Maybe I should try God. Mm -hmm. Right. Yes. And then hopefully, you find a good way, a good path into God. Uh, one that, uh, as as you guys have been iterating and reiterating, is is joyful. That is born on a God that's intention is love and whose qualities are love and joy and beauty and wisdom and peace and harmony and the all good, as you already talked about, you know, so, right. you know, hopefully when that desperation happens, now there are people like, uh, uh, Maxine K who, who is celebrating Reverend Dr. Maxine K who's celebrating her 80 levels on birthday. Um, uh, you know, has been in teaching since she was 14 and still acts like she's 16 and, you know, right. lifetime, of those little miracles that she's participating in every day. Because once you begin to what I call uplink, meaning once you know that I am consciousness that is that you're born in the image of, and as you were talking about, the Bible says, listen to the still small voice. But I really think what's happening in this reset around this COVID situation is, is those who are already in tune are gonna find the still small voice is a lot louder. And it's a lot easier to, to follow it. Those yes. not in tune are going to begin to hear it for the first time and will begin having those experiences of when they follow it, things go smoothly. And when they ignore it, they get the school of hard knocks. Anybody right. 
the school of hard knocks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I love that you brought that up because I've been talking with Ed a lot is about how I'm at my best when I'm in over my head. And I don't mean that in a derogatory way. I mean that in a way like you're referring to, I'm assuming, you know, whole the COVID thing, meaning where it's, I, I know my willpower and I know my, my scheming way of trying to figure this out, either through worry or scheming, is not going to do any good. So I dive fully into faith and miracles happen. But I have the problem where I have wiggle room, where this looks like something I've handled before. So I start going it along. You know what I mean? Yeah. I can handle this. And then I'm like, oh, you know, and those are the moments that because of what's been going on. Right. Harry, um, that I've been not even trying to do the familiar with the old familiar laissez-faire, like, this is going to be all right, no big deal. Now it's like, God, let's go through this, just like I mentioned with getting the tire looked at. Like, now my everyday occurrences are getting the same um, desire to have God in there with me right? as anything that's outside of my realm of the familiar. I hope I made that make sense. Yeah, well, it's is what I was referring to is like if you if you're uplinking, yes, connection to the divine, which is by the way how we were designed. We were not designed to be separate, egoic, walking around balls of skin. That's right. Not, that's not what it is. We are we are designed to be a living presence of the thing itself, who happens to be in a coat of skins, right? Yes. So it's, right. it's it's the it's that uplinking that brings forth what you were calling. What the in old school religion we used to call grace, I call it the magic, the magic of the light going in front of me. Why yes. go in front of you and make the way clear? And it does. Yes. Right. The magic of the light going in front of me. Yeah. That is awesome. Yes. Yeah. So what is this happening? It's you know part of what's happening when you when you said you love the guys, but you already love the guys, and they said free, yeah. and I gave them. And I gave him ten bucks. That's what's multiplying. It's it's that good yes. that's already got going. It's just like a momentum that's already there. And of course, the problem is if you're reading the newspapers or you're subject to the news or the controversies in the world, we tend to let that take us off track. And then go, yes. oh, I shouldn't be looking at this good that I'm having. In fact, we get kind of weird and go, I guess I should be more guilty or freaked out, right? And, right. And I have a great old joke. You know the difference between New Thought guilt, Catholic guilt, and Jewish guilt? No. None. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Right. Totally. So when we start limiting our good because we think we should be listening to the bad news instead of tuning in to, to just as you said, how am I starting this day? Oh, God, yes. what's next? In the excitement of God is with and for me and growing you forward, right? Well, that's a very different reality, right? Yes. <laughs> than than yes. what's in the newspapers and what's happening around you. Are you yes. And in your in your meetings, that not everybody is awake. Well, hello. Right. That's correct. And what you were talking about was they all need this same medicine. They're going to have to find their way to that medicine, whatever is their path. Right. Yes. Like, yes. 
There is no question since we live in a spiritual universe, it's spiritual understanding that's going to unlock the kingdom. It's not going right. to be a egoic understanding that reveals the door. You know, like yes. <laughs> you know oh, what the amazing thing? Go ahead. Yeah, go ahead. The amazing thing that came after that meeting too is I had a smaller meeting with a, a subset of people who also teach special ed, and because because I had that glimpse into what was going on, I actually felt relaxed and rejuvenated by that meeting instead of drained. And then when when my colleagues in special ed asked me how's it going. They had already been kind of going, this is hard, this is hard. I took a breath and I said, you know, it's going great. And it's going great because I realized I got to stop listening to all the worried emails coming in and do my job and do what I'm inspired to do because that's why we were hired to be, that's why I was hired to be here. And their head started nodding. Yes. And I said, because they're under a lot of stress and they're not even in the room. So when they try to help, sometimes that stress comes through. So I said, I've started really monitoring how many emails I read. When I'm done, I'm done. I'm the teacher. I know what I'm doing. And so it was such a relief. Like, I love what you're saying, uplinking, uplinking. Is, that uplinking is really helping me to have an inspired experience, an enriching experience, and as allowing my students to, or is opening the door for my students to have the same experience. And I think I mentioned it slightly earlier. I realized I'm not... I'm not putting on a song and dance because I'm afraid the, those administrators aren't going to like me. Right. So I'm playing into their anxiety. You know, like, because I'm doing what I know is best. And, I, and I'm like, I'll take it or leave it. That's what I'm going to do. And if, if that's not what this, if this isn't the place to do that, God will lead me somewhere else to do that. I just, the fear is like draining out of me and the inspiration is filling me up. And it is wonderful. Attitude affects your altitude, baby. Amen. Amen. Yes. <laughs> so should we get into the daily word and then yes. uh, continue? Yeah. yeah. Can you read that, Harry? Like me to read that? Sure. Yeah. Here we go. The peace of God fills me. A peaceful day can be upended suddenly by chaos or disappointment. Traffic is worse than usual. A needed computer system crashes or I receive unwanted news. At any moment, outer circumstances can leave me feeling angry or frustrated, but I can choose to respond by making an unruffled, faith-filled realization. God is within and all around me right now. What a wonder it is that inner peace is a thought away. I need only remind myself that wherever I am, God is. I relax for a moment and I choose to immerse myself in the comfort and love of God. I then opened a clear inner direction, and the peace of God that surpasses understanding fills me with hope and calming assurance. For, and then it's a Proverbs, a Psalm reference, for God alone, my soul waits in silence. Uh, that's like 151 for the soul. <laughs> yes, it is. That's a good shot. That's a strong shot. I was thinking, Harry, like, if, I was wondering if you could recommend something for our listeners who maybe want just something they can do to help them uplink on a daily basis. That well, we're um, talking about, you know, the, it's a good one of the things I've been teaching for years and years is don't get out of bed until you can greet the day. Mm. And 
it's very funny how many audiences, are, including in, in Europe and other places where I've spoken, and then some people will say, well, but I have to urinate when I get out of bed. And I say, well, then get out of bed and urinate and then get back in bed and greet the day. Right? Mm, right. Say, Don't participate in your bodily functions. <laughs> <laughs> but, but making sure that your very first thing is that, oh, God, it's a new day, or oh, God, what's happening next, or oh, praise God, I'm still me. I mean, I love the fact that we go to bed at night, we go, we just go to this place called sleep. We don't even know where the hell we went. And we come back yes. ourselves. We should already be grateful. I went someplace, I don't know where it is, and I came back in the morning. <laughs> clear, right? Right. <laughs> Everybody says they go to sleep, but nobody knows where it is. That's <laughs> Where'd true. you go to? <laughs> right. You know I, what? Is it time to wrap up this, this segment, or did you have something else to say? No, I, I think so I, I'm, well, I'm yeah. Awake, so that's what I say. Look for look for something positive. Get yourself in a positive state, and find the positive reading, or the positive radio, or the positive YouTube's. You can find me doing coffee with Casper. I do every week, 20 minutes, uh, coffee with Casper. You can find it YouTube.com or Facebook. Just go Google Harry Morgan Moses. But find something that's giving you inspiration and confidence. And then move from that place into the rest of your day, as opposed to, I'm going to get, I know my mode, I mean, I like coffee. I heard you guys yes. like coffee. I like coffee, but, I'm, but I also have a positive mindset looking forward to my first cup of coffee, right? I mean. Me too. Yeah, it's not yes. like, I'm going to have coffee so I can get positive. No, I'm, I'm going to have, I'm already going to be positive, And if the coffee's going to do anything, it's going to get the motor running faster, you know? Yes. Faster oh, That's yeah, right. I, I go to bed looking forward to the fact that I'm going to have coffee in the morning. Me too. <laughs> Wait, is Casper the name of your dog? Yeah, he's the golden tree. I know that was going to be it. I had this hunch that was it because we saw your dog. What kind of dog is that? He's a golden retriever. He's a I he's called an English cream golden retriever. Looks he looks almost white. I had a hunch Casper was good. That's who Casper was going to be on your show. Okay, yeah, I'm so, going to be tuning so in. That, so look up Harry Morgan Moses on, just Google him, YouTube. You'll find uh, Coffee with Casper, correct? Is that uh, you can Google Coffee with Casper, you'll find it too. Oh, beautiful. Because, uh, and we'll put up on our Facebook page the talk that we were um, referring to. It's something about authority. Do you remember that, the name of that, that talk? My website is newthought.com. There's all kinds of links to social media That's with all kinds of talks I've done over the years. People will ask me, you know, I heard you talk 24 years ago. Do you remember that talk? Yeah. I said, oh, yeah, I was just thinking of that one just today. <laughs> you never know. I don't know what I said last week no, on the show. So, so newthought.com, that's where we actually found the talks that we've been listening to. So go there as well. Harry Morgan Moses, thank you for joining us on the show. It's been a, a pleasure. We have a quick story to yes, tell. Yes, we cannot confirm or deny the, the truth behind the story, right. but we did get it from TMZ. Yeah, that's right. One day while Daryl and Ed were watching their soaps in the living room of middle school studios, there he was on the screen, the charming and handsome Harry Morgan Moses. Daryl turned to Ed and said, I wish I was more handsome like Harry Morgan Moses. Ed replied, I hear you. Then we would really be the best looking guys on the radio. At that moment, an older neighbor was walking by and heard them through the window. She called out to them. Don't worry, boys. You're both dark and handsome. Really, Daryl and Ed yelled back. She laughed and replied, Yeah, when it's dark, you're handsome. 
Oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh, here comes Enzo, the feline. Um, FedEx feline. What the cat dragon, Enzo? Christy Johnson Stucks on Facebook said, you two are the best. Love, wisdom, and humor. It's what the world needs. Thank you for the Unity podcast and now on Facebook. Sue Hodgson on Facebook said, thanks for all that you do. You and Ed do the podcast and Facebook lives. I'm able to go to church online and I am most grateful. God bless. By the way, we've been doing a Saturday, 2 p.m. Facebook live. If you want to join us through Zoom, you can uh, send us a message and we'll send you the link. We'll put you on Zoom or just watch it on Facebook Live. On We've also Facebook been page. doing Facebook Live on Thursday at 2.30 to, to, for the first segment of our um, podcast recordings and live in the studio. Hey, Ed, since we're so close to MGM Studios, look who's coming in. Oh, my gosh. It's Donald O'Connor. Donald O'Connor, what do you have for us? Make him roar. Make, make him scream. scream. Don't you know all the world wants to laugh? My grandma said, but give it plenty of hope. <laughs> there was a melody there when we tried it last time. <laughs> do, do, do. Visit DarylNet.com to find hey, Morgan Moses, we love you. To everything do, do, do. we do. Jeff Comfort. And as do, always, do, do, thank you for being a part do, do, of Funniest with Daryl Ned on Unity Online Radio. Make them roar, make them scream, take a fall but a wall, split a seam. You start off by pretending that you're a dancer with grace. You wiggle till they're giggling all over the place. And then you get a great big custard pie in the face. Make them laugh, make them laugh, make them laugh. Yeah! Thank you for listening to The Funniest Thing with Daryl and Ed. Listen in as these unlikely saints share more real-life stories of how surrendering to divine order always leads to better-than-expected outcomes. This program has been made possible by God through automated monthly transfers from Daryl and Ed's credit cards. Thanks for listening. This is Unity Online Radio, the voice of an awakening world. Sometimes you feel so alone and overwhelmed, you don't know where to turn. These days, it seems like there is no end to our problems. We invite you to connect with Silent Unity, the 24-hour prayer ministry, where someone is waiting to pray with you right now. Since 1890, Silent Unity has always been there. No judgment or dogma, just someone affirming the best for you. Call 816-969-2000 today. You can also connect online at unityprayervigil.org.